as a single woman that was struggling back in the Caribbean. Oftentimes, there were a lot of people that knew my plight. And oftentimes, you had a lot of men. Because I was single, they would try to approach you. And some of them, well, to be honest, some of them, to be honest, some of them would, you know, they would try to be very fresh. So oftentimes, I had to be hard. I really had to, not because I really wanted to, but because it was a, a kind of mechanism of protection, of protecting me. I've had to be hard because people would try to run over me because I was single, I had no one to defend me, so I had to be, I had to be hard. But even though I was hard on the outside, I was always soft on the inside, and even to this very day. So you see, I agree totally that hard is not easy. I mean, it's not pretty. You see, had I been soft, all those men that tried to lay me down would have laid me down. Not because I was willing for them to lay me down, but if I was soft, they would have probably overpowered me and laid me down. But because I was hard, and that's one of the reasons why I was hard. Hello and welcome everyone. Thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. And of course, I am none other than your host, Arlena. And thank you once again for joining me on this episode. And of course, this episode is being recorded on the go because I am currently away for the weekend. And actually, I leave to go back home tomorrow. So I kind of wanted to record this brief well this episode I'm not going to say brief because I, I don't exactly know how long it's going to be and of course yes I know I still have the fourth installment which is the last installment of the Be Strong series and hopefully by the end of this week that should be ready to go by the grace of God and then of course it will be followed by a my closing episode for the season and normally for the closing I get to pick a topic. I'm not sure what the topic is yet. I'll, you know, when I late before the Lord, I'll, I will see which topic I'm being more pressed to go with. So I'm not sure what that episode is going to be, but it's going to be a personal episode. And then there will be a bonus episode as well. And the reason why... I am actually recording this instead of the Be Strong Part 4 is because I am currently at the Arizona Resort Park in Phoenix, Arizona. Now, I have spent the past weekend here. I came in yesterday and the reason is because I attended a prayer conference that was hosted by Pastor Jerome L. Davison. I'm currently in the villa, that um, which is my room, and it's gorgeous. It's truly, I mean, it's just beautiful. The entire resort is just so beautiful, so tranquil. 
and I don't know if you can hear like a faint sound in the background that's actually like a waterfall that is behind the villa where I'm staying so it's right behind my room so if I go out on the patio because I tried recording out there but it's kind of overpowering what I'm trying to say so it kind of takes away but I was hoping that it would have worked but it didn't but it's just so beautiful and the room is so amazing haven't slept much in it because I've been busy doing different things but the grounds are amazing and all of that but yeah but that's not what this is about what this is about is I had the privilege by the grace of God to attend the conservative prayer conference here in Phoenix, Arizona, which was also held at the same hotel. And once again, it was hosted by Pastor Jerome L. Davison from Pastor Jerome TV on YouTube. So you can go ahead and check him out. Great man of God. It was one of the most beautiful experiences that I've ever had. Now, last night was the prayer conference, and this morning was the breakfast prayer. And last night, I was blown away. And earlier this morning, I woke up and I had two topics on my mind before I got here that I was supposed to record for the Arlena Uncut podcast. And two of those topics were based off of a book that I was reading. The first topic was Hard Ain't Pretty. And then the second one was, can a good man love more than a good woman? And I think I'm still going to cover that when the time comes. So this morning, as I was waiting to go to the prayer breakfast, I kind of took a walk along the trail. It was so beautiful. The sun was slowly coming up. And, you know, the weather was cool and nice as I took in the scenery and just took that nice, beautiful stroll before going to the prayer breakfast. And I said, you know what, this would be a great place for me to record that particular episode addressing one of those two topics. And the topic that I chose to tackle first was heartache pretty. And I was able to record it briefly. I haven't gone back and listened to what it sounds like, but I recorded it. And my tone was different than what it is right now. And actually, I am going to also include a snippet of that recording that I did earlier before attending the prayer breakfast where I covered the topic for Arlena Uncut 
about being hard ain't pretty. And you can judge for yourself. You'll see the difference of the tone in my voice versus right now. It's the same day, just a different time. Now, just to let you know, I tried recording this very episode as I'm recording right now twice. And I was really going into it only to come to realize I had not pressed record on the recorder. And it was very emotional. And actually, I was walking the grounds for the last before I head back home. And as I was walking, I was just, I kept thinking back at the beauty that, you know, all the, 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 the wonderful things that took place this prayer conference and the breakfast conference the prayer conference was excellent but the, the breakfast conference I think was even 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 better I mean seriously and the prayer conference was amazing I saw people being recognized Appreciated, loved, ministered to. I saw people, hands being laid on them. I've seen people being prophesied to. And, and, and it, it, it just, it, 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 it really, it left me speechless. And now, mind you, when I left the prayer, um, the prayer breakfast this morning, I, um, I kind of left. The way I went in, or so I thought, until when I got into my room, because I needed to get back, because yeah, I have homework, so I have a five-page, yeah, essay that I have to write, and yeah, I was only on page one and a half, so yeah, and no ideas. So I needed to put aside everything after that to come and try to focus and to get this paper done. By the way, which is still not finished. Well, at least I'm on page three. And all of a sudden, it seems like the Holy Spirit just started ministering to me in the room. And I recorded a video earlier because I needed to capture it. Because if you don't capture it, a lot of times people have a tendency to don't believe what you say and I believe in backing up what I say 
I don't just say things to say I'm saying something or to be heard. That is not me. Before that, you would never hear me. Um, I believe it was April. And I was in Walmart. So this was just a little after the state of emergency when we were in quarantine. But at that time, we were not quite yet required to wear masks. Well, it wasn't a mask mandate at the time. And I was in Walmart picking up some stuff. And as I was in the food aisle, I heard the Lord speak to me. And he said to me, he said, Arlena, you're closing up your heart again. And I was honest enough, as I always am with the Lord and with myself. And I said to him, as best as I could without anyone, like, really noticing what I was doing or think I was just talking to myself and I said and actually during that time it wasn't too many of us going in and out on the aisles and also at that time they had arrows in the aisle so unless you were coming from the opposite direction you really couldn't see me talking so you you know you were behind me or I was behind you so you couldn't really see me and I, I kind of whispered to him and I said, Yes, Lord. I slowly said, Yes, Lord. I said, No, I, I'm lying. I said, I know. I said, I know. That's what I said. I said, I know. And I said, Help me, Lord. Because my heart was really hurting. My, my heart was hurting. And my heart really started hurting after the death of my cousin and the way he died and the whole thing that's surrounding it and, I w and I've been carrying it and I I just hardened because I felt like if I cried at that time we were in the height of COVID I'm like, I'm there by myself. I don't want to have a nervous breakdown because right now with that information that we just got, I'm not talking about the COVID because I really wasn't too worried about the COVID. I know it was covered. But with the way things were as far as quarantine, you know, here I am by myself. And I'm like, I don't want to have a nervous breakdown because it. I was really feeling it very hard. And for some reason my heart um, my heart kind of ceased my emotions then in other words but I didn't stop feeling my heart never stops feeling sometimes I think it, it feels too much and that's sometimes something that I have a problem with sometimes you know sometimes I really don't want to care I really I really do. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. But my heart won't allow me to do so. And I remember as 
couple months after my uh, my uncle died as well. But my cousin, me and my cousin, we were very close. My cousin was, you know, we were like, we were cousins, yeah, but we were more like brother and sister. And quite frankly, I was closer to him than his own siblings. So, for me to know that whenever I do get the chance to go back to visit, that I would never see him, it was really laying very heavily upon me. Because the last time I was there, which was packed this past December I was so busy with doing so much I really didn't have a chance to run into him I kind of barely glimpsed him and that was it and that was the last and I glimpsed him but he didn't see me and I couldn't stop because I know had I stopped oh lord I would have never gotten what I needed to get done and to also be truthful as well about a week before I got the call that he died, I was having some quiet time with the Lord. And I remember I was upstairs in my bedroom, I was reading the Bible, and I was getting ready after that to go and record a podcast episode. But at the time I was reading the Word, I was in the Word, I was spending some time with the Lord. And out of nowhere I heard the Lord say, pray! And I was like, and when he said it, he dropped my cousin straight into my spirit. He said, pray. And I was like, oh. And I just started praying frantically. Because the way he said it, I was like, oh my God, I knew something was wrong. And I realized right then and there that, oh my God, it's the spirit of death. And I started praying against, you know, I started praying against the spirit. And then I started to plead with the Lord. And I said, Lord, give me a chance to go back to at least allow me to see what I can do to help him not knowing that I would not get back and that a week later he died you know he died so at that moment when I got when the Lord gave me that into my spirit was the exact moment when whatever it is that was happening to him was happening but i didn't know what it was i just i knew it was the spirit of death but i i didn't i, I didn't quite know what was going on so i just i started battling but i had no clue about what was really taking place and when my cousin one of my cousins finally called me i was telling her what happened to me and then all of, no, I'm 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 not I'm lying. She 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 called me. We were talking, and before she hung up, she started to tell me about the same cousin. And she was telling me about some incident, and I and when she said that to me, I said to her, I told her what happened. Um, to me, in my apartment, and it was the same day. So I said to her, I said, that's what, it's pro- that's what it probably was. But at that time, he wasn't dead yet. And then when I got the call the following week, I got the call that, you know, he died. So, he died. And 
there's some stuff surrounding that that I really don't want to go into. And it really, it kind of really broke something in me. It really did. Because he didn't really have to die. And it, it started to open some wounds for me. And all I could do is just imagine what he was going through. And I started remembering what I went through. And I started to get angry and I, I really started to close up. So now fast forward back to Walmart. I said, I told the Lord, I said, I know. And then right after that, I lost my uncle. And I, I can't tell you how many people I've lost and still losing. And I found myself not being able to cry. But I realized I'm carrying the pain. And I'm like, Lord, I need a soul washing cry. But nothing. I, I, I'm feeling it, but I, I can't get it out. It's like it's stuck there. I can't get it because I have, you know, I hardened myself. But it's my heart is feeling the pain. But it's not allowing me to release the pain. I, it's like I can't cry. I mean, a tear would roll. And it reminded me of back in the day. When I used to go through that depression period. And I said, hmm, I'm hardening. And I'm like, I'm feeling, but nothing, it's, it's not coming. So sometimes I would, I said, you know what? I need a release. I need, I need release. So sometimes if I get the chance, I'd watch a movie. And if I watch a movie, I'll get some release. But I don't always get a chance to watch a movie because I'm always busy doing X, Y, and Z. And every time I would tell myself I'm going to try, it does not work because I'm always busy. And then, of course, I really got uh, a real soul washing. I think, I think that's where all my tears must have dried up. I'll be, I'm just going to be honest because I keep saying, but where, what happened? Where did all the tears go? It started with my cousin and then it started with a book that I read this year. And after reading that book, uh, listen, I was a mess for like two weeks and I was really, I was a wreck. And I think, I, I, I swear, I cried so much. I think all the tears went there. I, I don't think I had another tear left in me. There was no more tears left after reading that book. And the title of that book is The Broken Strong Man. And it's by Pastor Jerome Davison. And I'm like, because I kept back, like, wait, I know it started with him, but I'm like, it, it has to be. And then slowly the Lord started showing me. And I'm like, oh my God. I, it's, it, it. I don't know, it just, I I would try to cry, but I, I just, it just, it's like, it's, you know, like when the brook is dried up, it was just dried up. But after the prayer conference with the breakfast prayer this morning, I walked out, you, you know, I'm sure the people in the room was probably like, well, this girl ain't got no emotion, but I, I do have emotion. What happened was I was wearing part of the old me where I kind of shut it down. 
and when I shut it down, if I'm hurting, I don't like people to know I'm hurting. I'll, I'll hide it. In the past, it will come out on my face with a frown. But n now, you wouldn't know it so easily at all. Because I'm not going to bring it out with a frown. Because I don't, I'm not at that place anymore. It'll come out. Well, it, it won't really come out, I'll be honest with you. But if you have a discerning spirit, you could tell that there's something there. But I'll brush it off. But I left. I just left. But when I got into my room, the Holy Spirit starts moving. And all of a sudden, I am overwhelmed with emotion. And all of a sudden, I'm just, I'm just bawling. I'm like, I'm like, what did he do to me? And I know that the Lord used him. And that prayer conference and that prayer breakfast. And I said, oh my God, when I finished, I, I was just weeping, 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 weeping. The, the, the tears wouldn't stop flowing. I tried recording this episode out. Listen, it didn't. When I looked, it didn't. I didn't hit record. Had I hit record... You would have heard I, 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 I was getting so emotional That everybody I had to stop Because I wanted to capture The raw emotion that is, I, This is something I you know I, My emotions are private But this is something That I, I wanted to share Because it needed to be shared Because I wanted people to see And know that God is real And that there are still True men and women of God That are left out there That God are using And when I I kept crying, crying like 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 some like something was wrong with my hormones, and I knew nothing was wrong with my hormones. I realized it was my heart starting to work again, and I'm like, oh my god, what did he do? I'm like, what did he do? And then I realized as I'm the the tears keep flowing, I said, oh my god, Lord, the pain is washing away. I've been really I I I. I'm releasing all that pent-up pain. All that pent-up. I don't know if I had anger. Maybe a little. Nothing to talk about, but probably a little. But it was more, it was more pain. More pain. Pain, pain, and pain. And it started flowing out. And I said, oh my goodness. I had to record this. And I needed to record it here. Because had I gotten back home... I, I wouldn't it wouldn't have the same effect because you see what the enemy made me he did not allow me to press record but I still captured some of it on video but it was really very pronounced in the recording had it been recorded what I'm saying here is that I witnessed true men and women of God. It was an awesome pleasure to be part of this prayer conference and I truly thank God because without him I could not do it. I thank God that I had the means to make it here but there was a time I couldn't make it here. I mean I made a sacrifice but it was worth it. It was worth it. Because I came with my heart 
with a little tightness. It probably had more tightness than a little, but I don't think I was quite realizing that. But I'm going back with a different heart. And I am so thankful. I am so thankful. I'm so grateful. It's like the old me, st- well, not the old old me, because Lord, no, we didn't want that one. <laughs> but the old Arlena. That God allowed her to show her emotions starting from 2013. But closed up in, two, in 2020. So I, I was walking, I was open for seven years and I started closing. And also part of that closing came from people that once that I really thought were my friends. Just turn away from you. And I haven't done one thing to them. Or like we say back home in the Caribbean. I haven't told them not even the white of their eye is black. In other words, I haven't done one thing to them and God knows. And it was very painful. And the thing about it is some of these people profess Christ. People that would openly speak to me all of a sudden no longer speak to me or if they do try to speak to me it's undercover but I also realized as well also it was God's way of showing me the true person we only come to know a person over a period of time I'm a very open person what you see I'm, I'm a, in other words I'm a straightforward person I'm very straightforward But not everyone is like that. So the Lord is allowing me at this point to see who is who. Now, it don't mean they're a bad person. It just means, Arlena, this friendship or whatever it was is no longer headed in the same direction. One of the things of having a call on your life. I had no clue I had a call And neither was I looking for any Unless it was a call on my cell phone And besides I never thought people like me get calls Like huh I was fine just being a Christian And telling somebody about Jesus I had no problem with that And even to this day I get most joy out of that Then podcasting Even though I do like the little podcasting Don't get me wrong But my greatest joy is when I can meet someone on the street Or the when I'm in the Uber and I could tell them about Jesus. That's my greatest joy. The joy that I feel when I can tell someone about Christ. When I tell someone one-on-one is far greater than any podcast episode that I can record and have someone listen to. I'm being very honest. And when I when they called me, what was it? I think it was two, yeah, 2011. I was not ready for no call. I I did. I was like a what? <laughs> a who? Listen, I was said I wanted to move to England, and all that started coming back to me. I wanted to move to England. I wanted to go further in radio. Then, I, I mean, I had no problem being a Christian and telling people about Jesus, like I said. But this thing here, and you know, evan- listen, evangelizing. I'm like, uh, cause I know a lot of tax come with this thing. And besides, I didn't think pe- I didn't think people like me get called. Like get called to do what? 
And I never forgot when the pastor called me. I was like, oh, I was mad. I'm going to be real with you. So I can't understand how wolves are calling themselves to the pulpit. I, I just can't figure it out because I was not, I wasn't happy at all. Because he put a dent in my plans. I wanted to go to England. I wanted to move to England. And I wanted to do radio. I did not want this call. I really did. I, and I was angry and everyone was so happy. And I'm, listen, my face was as stoic as a judge. I was angry. I did not want it. And I never used to be bold. But when she prayed that prayer for the fire to come up in my stomach and my belly, all of a sudden, I don't know, it started coming up and it started coming out. <laughs> and of course, well, when it come up and come out, you see people scattering. Even though I'm not talking, I'm just talking to general. And... You start seeing people backing away. People that used to speak to you don't speak to you. And then later on, as God allowed things to be revealed, at first you think, okay, maybe I did something wrong. And then as God allowed things to reveal itself, you realize some of these people were living lifestyles that was opposite to the words. So of course, they were uncomfortable. But of course, they ain't going to tell you they're uncomfortable because they live in X, Y, and Z. It was more easier to say I'm this and I'm that And I didn't do anything I really didn't And I used to get so much rejection With this call Because I couldn't understand this thing And I remember crying Just the other day I was thinking about I remember crying many times Because The call of God can be a very Lonely walk at times And when I'm talking about lonely Please get your head out the gutter. We ain't talking about sex here. I'm talking about in general. And oftentimes, you meet people that are jealous of you for no reason. And oftentimes, it's because of what you carry or what God has placed in you. Sometimes you don't see what God had placed in you, but the enemy sees it. He knows it. And his children know it. And they can see it. And... Oftentimes, you get lots of rejection. And I don't have a problem with anyone rejecting me for my faith. I'm good with that. I'm glad. <laughs> when it comes to that, I'm good. Sometimes, as a Christian, you know, you, you try to be friendly. You know, I, I try to be friendly. I try to extend myself. And every time I get my hand knocked away. And after so many times, I'm going to turn away. I mean, come on, I'm still human and I do have feelings. And then when I do turn away, then they're trying to come to speak to me. And that's when I'm like, uh-uh, no. Because you know what you were doing. I don't hate you. But I'm not going to allow you to play me for a fool. And when they notice that they can't play me for a fool, well, then they have other names for me beside a child of God. You know, even up to recently... Where I've had two people just lie on me for no apparent reason Because of jealousy I go through it a lot And at times it's really tough And I remember a few years back When this call thing And I remember crying to the Lord in, in, in the shower 
And I said, Lord, I did not ask you for this. I said, take it. I don't want it. Take it away from me. I do not want it. And I was crying. I never forgot that. I never forgot that. With the call comes a lot of attacks. But I'm used to those attacks now. Because at this point, I'm seasoned. It doesn't mean sometimes I don't get a little frazzled or a little shaken. But trust me, it ain't going to be for too long. It's not going to be for too long. Because I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. And the enemy knows I'm a fighter. But I just wanted to share this real briefly. Even though this might not be too brief. I don't know. Let me see how. how. Oops. We have, oh Lord. We have 35 minutes. Okay. It's time to close this off. Um, but yes. The prayer conference and breakfast. Was a mighty work. With the hand of God all over it. Believe me when I tell you this. I came one way, but I'm leaving out another way. And I will never forget what I experienced here. I will never forget it. I will never forget. So I just wanted to share this with you or with someone to let you know that God is real and that they're still true men and women of God that are out there that God is using he's using them let us support them while we can because there's a time that is coming where night is coming where we will no longer be able to work while it's still day let us do what we can let us cover our men and women in prayer let us help let us reach out whatever way we can reach out to help whatever form whatever fashion not everyone can give finances you know but you can pray you know maybe you can't give 20 but you can give five dollars a month that adds up because with your five dollars with maybe another hundred people's five dollar that's five hundred dollars a month to help someone's ministry because, you know, they go through their things too. They put themselves on the line to minister, to pray for us, to help set us free from bondages and so many different things that we carry. And I was, I did not want to get emotional for this episode, but however it comes out, it comes out. I'm sorry, but yeah. However it comes out, it comes out. But I just wanted to share that. So, next episode will be the Be Strong series, which is the part four. The final part of this series. And then it will be my closing episode for the season which should have been closed since August but because of so many things going on I'm just busy and time I have not gotten a chance to close it so hopefully by the end of this month I will be able to close season 3 off 
and of course i also will be sharing as a bonus episode some of the conservative prayer conference as well as some of the prayer breakfast that you too can be blessed and i also have some of it on video that i will be uploading as soon as i can get some of it edited and it will be uploaded that you it can bless you as well also and also if you feel free you can go over and check out his youtube channel it's pastor jerome tv on youtube he has two great books one is entitled the broken strong man and the other one is the spiritual fragrance of a woman which i finished reading last week i haven't gotten a chance to do the review yet because i don't just want to write a review i want to take my time and really review it properly so because i was preparing to come um to this prayer conference i had to get ready for it plus homework plus cleaning plus this plus that i haven't had a chance yet to do the book review but i will be doing the book review as promised on the last be strong episode it will be included on the next and final be strong episode of the four-part series as well i don't know if i'm going to be doing a video on it i'm not sure yet i will see but it definitely will be attached to the podcast okay so go to amazon check them out you know he's a great author great pastor great you know father great son i mean just a true man of god and you know god bless him and god bless his ministry be blessed